Good day and welcome to the big interview. We've got a lengthy one today, so I'll make this as quick as possible. My guest today is one of South Africa's greatest ever footballers. He was a part of our legendary AFCON 96 team at the age of just 17. He later became Bafana Bafana captain and one of our most successful players abroad ever, playing in Ajax and KRC Genk before spending seven years in the English Premier League. We've got the one, the only Mbazo, aka Aaron Mukwena, and he's making the move into youth development and scouting. I'm your host, Slu Paho, and this is Sokola Duma Radio. Sokola Duma Radio. So the great Aaron Mukwena, uh, let's uh, hit the rewind button. As a youth player, uh, can you tell me any memories from being a young player trying to come up through the ranks at Jomo Cosmos? Um, yeah, no, I remember when um, I had to play my first game in uh, Primrose. So the first game in then in NFL. So um, Jomo called me in his office, in his, in his office and um, and he said that look. Um, this weekend you're playing. Then I was playing for the youth. Mm. This weekend you're playing. Um, we're playing against all professional, and and I had to play with um, Andrew Rabuka and Colin Clemo at the back. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, he called me on um, his office on Monday to say that get ready on Saturday. I will, I want you to to play. And a week prior to the game. Um, I had to sign my first uh, professional contract with Jomo. So, um, yeah, uh, then Monday called me in his office that uh, you play on Saturday. Um, look, I couldn't sleep uh, for a week uh, thinking about the game on Saturday. Um, and that, for me, actually, it was um, it was a dream come true, come, come true but um, I thought it was a bit early for me. Um, I was um, listen. I was nervous. I was nervous as hell, uh, Slu. Uh, but yeah, um, he actually from Monday till Friday, till Friday, he kept actually um, you know um, motivating me in a way or encouraging me um, to tell me that look, I have played um, my first game at your age. Yes. And I can understand. I can put myself in your shoes right now. I know how you feel. Trust me, I've been there. But for the fact that uh, I chose you, there's a reason why I chose you. I could see the talent. I could see the structure. Um, I could see the actually the way you build. Um, that you you can do well at Cosmos, and uh, you can even um, you know go further from the from Cosmos. So yeah. Saturday came and we played against um, a professional and um, absolutely did well. I did well as a, as a youngster. That actually for me, I think it was, um, um, you know, um, the, the highlight of you know, obviously um, it was where actually everything started. Yes. And of course, it was a legendary era in local football. Um, looking back, you know, in those early days in Joma Cosmos, do you remember facing any opponents that uh, our listeners and readers might uh, recognize their names or um, any any tough, tough challenges uh, in-game that you experienced back then? Um, you mean the time I was playing for Cosmos? Mm. Um, I didn't really play a lot of games, but I remember the game against football professional. Um, we had to play against um, 
uh, if you remember um, Siakamela, mm. then Siakamela was uh, um, was the toughest striker in NFL then. And um, at the back, like I said, I was playing just myself and Rebutla and Colin Tremu. Um, he once actually went up for a header with uh, Andrew Rebutla. And I tell you what, um, he took Andrew Rebutla out of the game. So basically, okay, not out of the game, but um, the, the way he was so tough, when they went up for a header, uh, actually, he knocked um, Andrew Rabutla. And I, I'm standing there thinking, Andrew is supposed to be a tough defender in an, in um, NFL. Then, if this guy actually uh, can take him out, uh, who am I? You know? Um, and I promise you, with the aerial balls, um, <laughs> no one in um, in NFL then could, um, could, uh, could compete with... Um, uh, with uh, with Siakamela, and there's a language that he always he always used when he when he used to play. Um, bring it here. Bring, I mean, I'm thinking about the striker here. Yeah. Bring it here. No one is here. No one can can compete with me. Bring it here. So I'm still thinking. Seventeen years, this guy just went up for here with into the toughest tackler or toughest defender, and he took him out. Where am I? You know. Yeah. So it was. It, and it was. Three o'clock, three o'clock in the afternoon, hot as hell. Uh, I just couldn't wait for the game to finish because at least I played my game. Mm. Uh, seeing that, I mean, he gave us three of us. He gave us a tough time in terms of aerial balls, um, but we ended up winning the game two-one um, in, in Pringles. That for me, I think um, um, he was yes um, the toughest opponent because obviously. I was less experienced, and uh, my first game, um, yeah, I think I only played 15 games for, for for Cosmos, and then I left. I left the country. So yeah, that for me actually, I think it was a, yeah, it was a nerve-wracking and a tough, uh, tough tracker to play with. Play again. We can only imagine, and I mean, you've you've constantly been tested as a as a young player. What was the process like of uh, of uh, being scouted by Bayern Leverkusen, and the move over to Europe at such a young age as well? Yeah, no, with um, with Bayer Leverkusen, I remember um, I had to travel with the under-23s, Amat Look Look, mm. where um, there's always a an annual annual tournament in um, in in Paris. Um, so it's sort of an international, um, you know, under-23 tournament. So um, yeah, we went to Paris, and um, as I was playing there. After the game, this coach came to me. He's the assistant coach for... Then he was an assistant coach for Christopher Daum. Christopher Daum then was the manager for Leverkusen. Mm. I remember we, we just played against Argentina in um, in Paris. And um, we beat uh, Argentina. No, no, no. Actually, Argentina beat us. Yeah, um, we lost against Argentina. And after the game, um, this coach came to, came to the hotel. Mm. And he was looking for me actually, and I came from the room. I came downstairs, and he t- introduced himself. He gave he gave me his business card. Um, then he said, "Ask me actually, wh- who's my manager?" Um, and again, I was I was nervous there because now we're talking about Liverpool, 
1998 squad, your Roberto Michael Ballack, they were playing for Dingy now, for Bayer Leverkusen then. And this assistant coach, he comes and looks for me. And as we're sitting there having a coffee, and he said that, look, we don't want you to come for tryout. We just want you to actually want to sign you right now. Mm. I'm sitting there thinking, what? I mean, I'm only, then I'm only 18, Slu. I'm only 18. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen is offering me three and a half years contract, professional contract. I that for me, it was unbelievable. So, yeah. Um, I called Jomo on the spot. He gave me his phone. Call your manager now. So I called um, Jomo, and Jomo said to me, "I'm I'm flying over there uh, in in a day or two. In a day or two, Jomo arrived in Paris, and uh, and yeah, the um, the contract was negotiated, and I'm um, signed a contract at the hotel in um, in Paris. So yeah, that was an interesting and exciting." moment for me um, to hear it in to international uh, international to play international football and of course I mean yeah for a youngster uh, that that was something that I was looking for and yeah it was happening and it was unbelievable so a genuine trial by fire there and then you know you end up being at the time you were the youngest player to represent Bafana Bafana uh, what was it like being in that camp as a teenager alongside so many greats uh, for Bafana Bafana then yes yes yeah yeah no I remember actually we we had a camp we had a camp in uh, yeah here in South Africa leading to um, to the big event of the 1998 African Cup of Nations in Burkina Faso, and um, seeing the likes of, um, you know, Lucas Zadevel, seeing the likes of um, the late Shoes Mosweu, um, having shoulders with your Quentin, Quentin Fortunes then. Um, look, it was exciting. I mean, um, in in the camp, I was, yes, I was a young, I mean, the likes of, um, you know, the late film uh, Singh as well. Um, I think really um, what what encouraged me then because I mean it's I mean I think it was a, it was a blessing because um, right now I can sit here and tell you a 17 year or 16 year footballer um, who plays his first game uh, for the for the national team uh, how does it feel because then Phil, Phil Masinga made me made me feel at home. Phil Masinga actually, Bromo uh, told him that I'm playing for Cosmos. He didn't know nothing about me. So he told him that I'm playing for Cosmos. Then Phil Masinga wanted me next to uh, next to him every time. So he can so he can sort of, um, you know, protect and, and encourage me. So I think Phil actually made my life easier at the national team there. So yeah, we had a camp here in South Africa and then we went to a couple of nations in um, Burkina Faso uh, for a week. Um, I mean, imagine I have just signed a professional contract in Germany. I'm coming now to Bafana Bafana. So it was, you know, um, exciting times for me. And the only thing that I just wanted, I just wanted to to be at home and spend, you know, and celebrate with um, 
with my mom and, and my family, you know. Yeah. Uh, but then we had to travel to Burkina Faso. So we got to Burkina Faso. Um, obviously, first week, second week, we kept winning games. I'm like, no, man, I just want us to lose so I can go back home. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, <laughs> we ended up now getting to the finals. Mm-hmm. So I remember, <laughs> not not myself only, the likes of John Trail as well, because then we were not really playing. We were sitting on the bench or uh, at the grandstand. So, and Tabal was it uh, Tabal Lebes? Yeah. Tabal Lebes was there as well. Um, Tabal Lebes went like, I know. I can't handle this anymore. I just miss home. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting there thinking, if the likes of John Tale, Taban Lebesi, misses home, who am I? So basically it is, um, it's a normal feeling to miss home. Yeah. So, uh, but deep down, I'm, I'm, I feel like, now, but now we're in quarterfinals. Um, we, that means we, we, we can get to the finals. So uh, we started now talking about the money. You know, back then, then they wouldn't tell you, okay, you get to the final, how much you get it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, now we in quarterfinals. I can hear the guys, the film is my singers, they start now talking about the money. Hey, afraid. So now, if we win the final, how much are we getting? I I had to listen <laughs> attentively now, because <laughs> now we're talking about the money. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the, uh, the negotiation of the money was agreed. And then it had to come to, to us, like, you know, um, all of us. So the, the uh, Ivan Kozak came to us to tell us, hey, Jens, you're doing well. If you win the game, if you win this quarterfinals, get to the finals, that's how much you're adding. Damn. Uh, no one wanted to go home. Eh? <laughs> 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 so now we start now encouraging each other, hey, if we win this game, do you understand how much is 180,000 then? Yeah. Wow, yeah, so, um, yeah, no, we got to the finals, and then we got back. When we come back, obviously, we lost in the final against Egypt. We had to come back to South Africa. I was again uh, uh, called up for Botswana game. That was my first cap. Todd Mulotto was the was the coach then. Um, then um, I managed to make to make my first, uh, to to end my first cap. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's been absolutely an exciting process and interesting one. And uh, um, the only thing then, I was this youngster who's fearless. Yes. I just couldn't, you know, um, I didn't care um, who am I playing against. Who am I playing against? Um, I could really, really start in where where you think. No one can get in. Yeah. I mean, uh, just going back to Cosmos again. I remember Jam Jam Sakamelo. If you remember, um, Jam Jam was the toughest tackler in the midfield. Mm. So I had to go fifty-fifty with him. Thomas shouted from um, from from the bench that I'd, um, I don't have to go in there. That guy actually is um, he can break me. Mm. But I was on my, I was, on my way. I was on my way. I couldn't stop. I took him out. Mm. Uh, then Jomwe came and said, "You are crazy." <laughs> <laughs> so was, was, was that drive even as a young Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, just an interesting and nice process. And um, uh, you know, I was just fearless, and I wanted to to break barriers. And um, yeah, it happened. 
So now the, the, there's so much that we can talk about from your career, um, but as we understand it, you're currently putting together a venture for youth development. We'll, we'll chat about Swallows in a bit, but um, what, what is the, 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 the youth development program that you're trying to put together at the moment? Yeah, for, for me, I thought um, um, I've been given an opportunity when I was young, mm. you know, uh, by Joe Masono. Um, and the way actually <clears throat> um, he recruited me, um, I thought it was, yes, it was a blessing, but um, I remember back then I was, you know, um, a youngster who would want to go to school and study. And at school there were activities, you know, uh, football was there, netball was there every Wednesday. Um, I knew that, um, yeah, um, I'm playing on Wednesday. Uh, girls would come and watch me play netball as well. After they played, they would come and support us, support, support us. Mm. But the next day, the next day, if you won um, the game, the, you know the headmaster or the principal at school at school will will call us in the in in front in in, in assembly there. Uh, you would tell you know people that uh, look if you do well academically, you can do well in sport. It's all about the drive. So right now, I felt that that um, that feeling is not it's no more there. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I mean, these kids actually, they are so vulnerable. Mm. Um, their thing is, we go to school, 2 o'clock, they knocked off, 2.30 probably, they knocked off, and then what then? Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, that Wednesday sort of sports, um, it's no more there. So, um, And with my process of being developed, I mean, my, my development, um, it was a bit late. It was, it was a bit late. I mean, I played it. The youth of Ajax Amsterdam uh, played at um, um, a couple of games at uh, the youth of Bayer Leverkusen. Uh, but then my development was late. So I, I, I had a feeling that um, with my experience, um, why can't I come back home? And, and, and um, you know, uh, sort of plow back my experience. Mm -hmm. And, and, and just, just to bring that sports leagues in schools, you know, your netball, football, and rugby, and rugby. Obviously, football will be the uh, the umbrella. So my idea was, um, I want to create the school leagues, school sport leagues. From from there, I'll have my coaches to identify talent in schools, and then the, the you know the. Uh, the potential t um, talent will take it to Arumgwena Sports Academy. Mm. We'll pull, we'll make sure that we'll, we polish that um, that that talent um, till we are certain that um, the, the 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 youngster is ready to you know to to uh, to play either a professional team or international in international level through my contact. Mm. So the idea that I have is. Uh, to to have the sports leagues at schools, um, identify talent, to get that the talent polished at the academy, and then give that the talent and exposure. Have the exchange programs, and at the same time have qualified coaches in Arumgwena Sports Academy. Um, uh, I mean, you look at right now, um, who you can say at the age of seventeen or under twenty. Is ready to play for Bafana Bafana. I can't name one. 
Yes, yes. In fact, there's a there's a show that I host with Teko Modisa called The Car Wash. We have a running joke where we say you can be 24 in South Africa, they still call you a youngster uh, in football. Look, that's exactly what um, um, I'm, I'm happy that you you know you're working with Teko. Uh, that's exactly what Carlos Pereira used to say. Mm-hmm. He used to say to um, to us, you South Africans, the problem is that you don't know what is a youngster. You cannot elaborate who, what is a youngster. A young, once once you over 17, like 18 going upwards, you're no more youngster anymore. So the point I'm saying is that um, I, get, I, I managed to play my first game at the age of 17, which it makes sense that um, when you academically, when you're 17, you need to be completing your metric. You, 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 you look at the likes of um, uh, Wayne Rooney. Mm. He played um, professional when he was 17. So I still believe that... Um, you know, our development can be better. Um, obviously, I want to partner with people who understand my vision. I have been there. I'm the living legend. I have been there. Um, it's all about now uh, bringing back that, ex- that experience and, and expertise to make um, to make this happen. So, yeah, that's the process of my sort of a structure of um, of, of, of my, my Arunquina Sports Academy. It's basically, um, you know, sports back to school identify talent, uh, polish the talent, and then give a talent exposure. That's all I'm saying. And I believe that once that can be mastered, um, we'll have players who would help Bafana Bafana in the near future. But it's all about now putting energy and, and enough resources and money in development. I agree. And, and you know, you come from an era alongside the likes of Lucas, Mark Fish, Benny, players that uh, broke overseas. You know, the, you, you broke in yeah. England, you broke in, in Germany. Um, do you think that uh, we, we've kind of slacked on our development over the past uh, 10, 15 years? And that's why we don't see as many players making an impact in Europe? Yeah, no, I think, I think that's it. I think it's all about the, you know, the mental strength, the hunger. We, we probably... Um, have those players with hunger, with um, you know, uh, who wants to make it abroad. But um, probably our problem as um, as coaches and as um, uh, ex footballers or would say club owners or academy owners, it's where do you look for that talent? I mean, I'm only from that, you know, the, the dusty streets of Dupato. Mm. You know, uh, Benny McCarthy is from the Cape mm. You know. Um, where you always wanted to get out of the poverty, you always had that hunger. So right now, I feel that our boys, they are, uh, they are very relaxed. I mean, they do get that opportunity to go abroad, but they easy to come back. And it's always been my problem because um, I once had a chat. I always say, uh, if you come to me and tell me that you're the best, you're the best footballer, um, I look at you and 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 and. And the question that I would ask myself is, um, if he's a good footballer or he's a best footballer, where is he? Pl- where, where, where did he, where, where is he playing right now? Mm. The be- I always believe that the best footballers they play against the best in the world. You play against your 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 Lin- uh, Lionel Messi. You play against your um, Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Then for me, you are the best. Yes. You are the best. Because once we say a best footballer in the world, who wouldn't say a best footballer in the world while you're playing uh, for, you know, um, I won't mention names, I don't want to get into trouble, but I always say, <laughs> I always say, uh, yeah, 
he become the best by rubbing shoulders with the with the best. I mean, we have played against the Dropers. We have we played against the Anelkas, you know. Yeah. Um, and and once you participate or you compete in international level, whether it can be a World Cup, it can be <clears throat> the Olympics. Um, then you, for me, you are the best player. Yeah. You know, Pesita um, is is on that on that route. Yes. Once he played Champions League, then he has played Champions League. Quentin Fortuna played Champions League. Um, you run, you become the best player then. And the good thing again, you know, the flip side of it, when you come back to the national team, you absolutely there's um, you can even feel it's just in your system that I am the best. I am the best and um, I have to really make sure that now I transfer this, uh, this, this, this experience to, to my fellow, you know, uh, my fellow members in the, in the, in the national squad. Um, so yeah, the problem that we have, Neil Tovey have always said this. He said that the problem that we have with our youngsters right now, it's mental strength. Talented day, mental strength, we don't have the hunger. It's no more there. I mean, Immediately, we feel that, um, yeah, we're playing in Ghana, for instance. Uh, it's, it's humid. It's too hot. It's humid. Um, um, you know, you feel like, I can't, comp- I can't, I can't complete the, the 95 minutes or 90, 90 minutes. Um, and at the same time, I know that I'm playing for Everton, for instance. I'm playing for Everton. I'm playing in um, this, the, 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 the field that is bumpy. Uh, I'm playing in a in a climate that's so humid. Um, you crack. We tend to crack easy. Mm. So it goes back to the development. It has to be sported. When we say develop, I think we need to, you know, elaborate what development does. Um, it's not about uh, playing in the field and scoring goals or defending. That's it. No, it's how you defend, how how you do, when and how you do things. You know. Uh, when it's difficult in the, in, 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 in the, in the game, um, when do you slow the pace? When do you slow um, you know, that tempo on the game? You can't play um, 140 you know, miles an hour uh, from first whistle, whistle till the end. You can't. No one can sustain that tempo. So um, you know, that development comes in now, the how and when you do things in the playing field. And again, it's uh, the mental strength. Can you can you be the leader? At, I mean, we, 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 we were not talented like your, your Steve Lugulia, but uh, come to Ghana, Steve Lugulia will, will, will count on Mbazo. Yeah. You know, we'll know that Mbazo will get in the way, where they say it, it has more. That's where Mbazo will, will get in, and Mbazo would obviously, will always encourage Let's go, let's go and do this. We're not doing this for us only, uh, but we're doing this for our families. We're doing this for, for the entire nation. So basically, we're last line of defense in terms of, um, you know, military level, you know, if you or military line, uh, language, if you, if, you, if, you, if you want. We were representing the country. We were sent there to, to you know, to, to, to raise the, the South African flag. So it's something that we don't understand it at the moment with uh, with our boys. Not all of them, to be honest, but some they still don't get it. They still don't understand actually what uh, you know Bafana Bafana can do yeah. for a footballer. You know, once you play, once you 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 give it in, 
in Bafana Bafana and you you're honest. Um you don't cut corners. Um you know you are watched out there. You are watched and you can open doors for yourself. I think that actually has to sink in. Playing for for in due respect for sundowns, for uh, paradise, for, for Kaza Chiefs, it's not the end of uh, of the of the career. You know, you need to look beyond beyond that. You need to be able to to play in Champions League in, in Africa. Then we can call it the best. You need to you know, try to make it in the Bafana, in the Bafana, Bafana. Whether he's still, he's going to bench or you in a certain lineup, but being called up for a national duty, that can open doors for um, for um, for most of um, the players that we have in the country. Agreed. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously we're now waiting for football to finally return after this entire pandemic and crisis is over. Uh, so for yourself, what's the next step in terms of getting your vision uh, off the ground? Um, and uh, where, where can people find more information about your, 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 your development program, uh, whether it's players who want to try out or, or people who want to invest in it? Uh, what, what's the next step for you moving forward? What I really thought is important is to, to spread the word first, you know? Yeah. To get to to schools and and have those motivational talks and and get the right part, partners, uh, people who understand the vision, um, and then really um, uh, start now with um, with the school tournament. So the plan, like, as I said, I was I wanted to to embark in um, this um, national school tour um, uh, earlier this month, mm. and then maybe get get, get start, once we got, got started. Uh, the thingy, the, um, the academy, well, the, the school tournament, school uh, thingy, uh, school leagues will will start as well, um, and then from there, um, yeah, from there, actually, we'll get our our vision of the of the ground. I mean, now uh, we have applied for for funding. Just waiting for that funding. As I said, I mean, the lockdown actually delayed so many things. So yeah. hopefully, uh, hopefully, end of the month will the lockdown will end and then we can start now getting the funds in and uh, and and start with the national school tour and 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 get the you know the sport leagues off the ground and then yeah the rest uh, the rest will follow um uh, um but the most exciting thing about this is uh, my partners abroad and my contacts are actually willing to get on board Fantastic. so uh, what I wanted to do is to get the right people, qualified people. Um, I mean, um, end of the season, which is May, I was supposed to, I, I've just enrolled um, to do my UEFA uh, B and A license. Yes. So I, I was supposed to travel to um, to Ireland to do that, um, you know, my, my courses. I believe that, you know, it, um, I just need to lead, to lead by example. Yes. You know, um, as much as I have played international football, uh, the most you know kept footballer in you know uh, South African football, but coaching is something different. Yeah. Um, um, I have done you know um, the D, the UFA D and UFA C. Coaching is not like playing football. I mean, my, one of my instructors was uh, uh, Johan Niskin. Mm. You know. Johan and, and, and Dr. Kumar. So, Johan, Johan Neskins, that's exactly what he said. He said to me, I had a one-one with him, and he said, Aaron, um, we think that when if you played football, um, it's the same as coaching. It's not the same. I mean, what I like about UEFA 
uh, not under undermining uh, CAF license, but because I started with um, with the UEFA license when I was playing abroad already, I thought let me just finish it. You know, mm. um, once you once you in that UEFA class, it's not coaching only. They would teach you about um, so many things. Psycho- psychology is in there as well. Um, how to lend money. You know, mm. it's in there um, uh, already. I always love, you know, the the structure in in where they say even you are a manager, not a coach. So it's a manager, assistant manager, and the coach. You know, yeah. um, so the coach would do, um, you know, um, different compared to here at home. When you are, when they say you are a manager, you manage the entire project. You know, you, you 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 manage the the entity itself, which is a club. Uh, the coach would uh, in the morning. The coach will will sit down with the manager and the manager and the coach will keep a coach and tell them as we play on Saturday, this is the plan um, for the week. The training plan. We'll set up the cones. We'll will take will take the training. That's that's what the coach does. Yeah. The manager will. That the same manager and the manager will will be there by the sideline, um, you know. Yeah, getting in a bit, but not really taking the the the, the training entirely. Um, so that's why actually I love that structure of money management. So yeah, um, it's um, like I said. Once you have played international, then you understand what exactly I mean. So I thought, yeah, let me do my my UEFA A license, and um, and then come back and. You know, uh, and teach because uh, I believe that once you are a manager, you are, you, you are a teacher. So I'll, I'll probably help these youngsters to, um, you know, to explore and to become the best in the world. And who better than Aaron Mukwena himself? Uh, thank you so much for joining me on the show. I'd love to have you back sometime. There's obviously plenty of stuff that we can talk about, but I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you're moving into scouting and player development. Um, I think it's quite a natural progression for, for, for a guy who was such a leader in his playing career as well. So hopefully we can have you back soon. Uh, thank you so much for joining me on the show and have a great day. Anytime, anytime too. Thank you so much and send my love to Tiko Mudisa. Will do, will do. If you want to follow Mbazo on social media, on Facebook, he is at Aaron Mukwana, the legend. On Twitter, he is at Aaron underscore Mbazo. And on IG, he's at Aaron underscore Mukwena underscore. And if you want to learn more about his academy, search for Ibonoko Holdings on Google. That's E-B-O-N-O-K-O Holdings. And you'll find their contact information available on the website if you want to help invest in Aaron's vision for his academy. And that is how we wrap up the big interview for today. A big thank you to the legendary Aaron Mukwena for joining us on the show. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for all the latest news. You can also subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Play to get notifications for every new show. From myself, your host, Slu Paho, and my editor, Aidan Hewitt, have a fantastic day. Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.